Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to Storytellers AZ, the podcast and meetup group for anyone who wants to tell better stories. Any cookies. Back to actual tagline. Any cookies this time. Uh, my name is Tyler, and uh, my profession has not changed from all the other ones. I write stuff, and I do some marketing when I have to. Uh, to my left is Sarah Marquez. I write poetry and started on a couple novels. A couple, a couple novels. A couple. Yeah. Wow, yep. that's pretty fancy. Show and off. and she made cookies. And I, I made cookies. Yes. Excellent. Elizabeth also made cookies. I'm going to keep yes. talking about both these because both those cookies are fantastic. And uh, Wendy said she made cookies too, but she just wasn't able to make it tonight. Yes. Yeah, she got yes. in a car accident. Yes. But she's okay. Yes. Uh, my name is LePan, and I've worked in uh, television film business before. It's your, first name. it's your first name, Peter. <laughs> We're back in grammar school. I don't care. It's LePan. <laughs> anyway, and I'm working on a couple plays right now. Okay. Awesome. I'm Debbie Walker, and I produce podcasts and... Do a little vlogging. All right. Uh, today we have talked about a couple different things, including inoculation. <clears throat> we have talked about atheism, and Debbie is a huge atheist, so if anyone doesn't like that, sorry. Uh, but we've also talked about some actual writing stuff today, and our second topic of the night was finishing projects that we started, or just finishing, as, as Le Pen mentioned this morning. Um, a lot of us are are very good at uh, at starting blogs, starting stories, starting novels, starting plays, starting podcasts, but we never end up uh, finishing and publishing. We never end up shipping. And some of the some of the reasons for that can be, and honestly, it's fear. Um, a lot of it I know for me is, what if I try really hard and I publish this book about my life or about whatever about marketing tips for my dad, or and nobody likes it. Uh, that means I've wasted all my time. I'm a huge failure, and maybe I'm a worse writer than I ever thought I was. And of course, you believe that all inherently. Of course, I, of course, I, 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 I believe every every bit of that. Um, we end up self sabotaging because uh, because of that fear, I think. And um, I know that NaNoWriMo is supposed to help with getting that work done. But when do you? How do you take that next step? And so Sarah is. Uh, starting to do that, and how have you done that so far? How have you given an actual path to finishing your projects? Uh, Nano Remo really helped in um, helping create a habit. You know, really, you get up every morning, you sit down, you do this, which those little steps by little steps arrive at thousands of words, which arrive at, whoa, there you go, you're done. Now you get to do the next step, which is the editing, the revisions. Um, but I think really just setting a distinct goal. The end of January, I'm going to have this book up. Okay. And I know, and I keep it to myself, and I make sure to make myself um, accountable to others. Okay. You know, that's a, that's a general goal-setting rule in real life. Um, that really helps a lot in the long run because I constantly have this person going, hey, so I haven't got your revision yet. I thought you were going to have it done by Friday. I was like, oh, yeah, well, um, okay. That's a really good one. I'll have that to you by Friday at midnight. So I have these couple of people who... Uh, <laughs> it counts, it counts. As late as possible on Friday. <laughs> who are helping, you know, when I want to be slacking off on Wednesday, being like, oh, wait a second. No, I really said I'm going to have that done. And if these people are going to take me seriously, if I'm going to take seriously that I really mean to get it done, that I really want to publish this and I really want to be paid for this, I need to be professional about it, which is to really, um, you know, get it out there and stick that's, to my deadlines. That's, that's interesting you say that because um, Stephen Pressfield talks a lot about this in his uh, Do the Work uh, uh, book um, about being a professional about it. Is, you know, you get up, you set times. I've 
recently just started really doing this of making you know my calendar all day of everything that I do of you know of, of breakfast and then the morning pages and then work on client stuff for an hour and a half and then work out and then eat lunch and that's um, that's helped a ton because when you're really really busy with with a ton of stuff you never have to worry about scheduling um, out because you end up scheduling anyway I mean stuff gets done because you ha- you have to have it done so you end up uh, an hour here an hour there you go back and forth but once that triage part uh, is done you're kind of screwed like you don't really have a deadline I mean there's nothing that's really forcing you to get that book out now Brian used to work in the television industry well, he had a script due every week or, or what I mean you, you, you had a hard deadline if you didn't hit that deadline then you weren't paid or well, you were fired well, first or whatever. of all you always hit the, you always hit the deadline. Of course, yes, yes you got a show to tape people yeah. are waiting yeah, yeah. Actors There's no there. option uh, no else option. than okay. No. That's what's made it difficult for me is because once having that kind of structure yeah. where everything had to be done literally on a daily basis, you mm-hmm. get so many pages done, mm-hmm. that when I took that away, it's been much harder to get to completion, to, to finish oh. anything oh. because there, I don't have a deadline. Uh, now, Debbie volunteers for a bunch of stuff. How do you get – I mean, does, does our deadlines, what helps you get all that stuff done? Yes. I mean, that's really the only thing. I need thing, other people to set deadlines for me. I need to have you, you need to have this done by Friday. Okay. You need, uh, I'm putting this podcast up. I need you to have it to me by Wednesday afternoon so I have time to write up the show notes and put it out. I need, you know, I need someone to set me a deadline and I don't get a lot of deadlines than what I do. So I have things sitting in my queue that I should get done. Mm-hmm. I just, I know I'm a little bit ahead and there's no rush. Yeah, you and so do just it later. getting it done, yeah. there it sits and then, you know, then I'll be rushed at the end, and I'm really bad at that. I've I've done that many times, and that's how I wrote every paper in college. I mean, I wrote it at 3 a.m. Um, and the problem was there wasn't any real. But if you want to be treated like a professional, yeah. then you need to treat it like a yes. job, yes. and you need to, even though you work from home, I know that this is true, but I don't do it. You need to get up in the morning and go, okay, from nine to four, I'm going to sit down and do this stuff. Yeah. And then maybe I'll take a lunch break, just like you would do if you were in an office and people, you know, clocking you in and out. Right. Right. Just to be clear here, let me tell you, the professionals don't get it done early either. It's not professional to get it done early, but it's professional to get it done. But you should shoot for that. But you do, but they don't. But it's a mindset. See, the thing is, okay, you've done this as a job. Right. So there's a whole different mindset there. Some people have done it on the side, a little thing here. When the kids are busy or I'm just going to dabble in this. And then we're trying to work into making it a profession. But we're still at home, which is really hard to do because there's so many other things that you need to do. Yeah, you could clean. Where, you know, yeah. If you were not working at home, you would leave it and then you would be doing the work that you want to get paid for. But when you're professional, there's other things you could be doing too. You could be going to the track. You can go see a movie during the day. And you do. No, you're laughing. This is something we all do. We it's have a true. script that's due on a Thursday. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we could be at the track. We could be at a movie. We could just sleep in that day. That doesn't mean, that still means we got to get it done on Thursday. Right. But professionals yeah. don't necessarily do it any more efficiently but than would anybody you, else. But, but would you say that you would, you might produce better work if you did say, Hey, I'm going to work on this from 8 a.m. to noon every day this week, no matter what. And then on Saturday, whatever I have done is finished instead of waiting until Friday to, to do it. Because that, that may be how, what works best for that group. And that's just like a college cram session. But 
if you look at, you know, if you look at test scores, if you look at quality of work over a long time, and Axel Creative talks a lot about this, Todd Henry, about having a routine, because the problem is, if you do what you're, you're stopped, you get burned out. That's what I was going to say, is what you're doing is you actually, whether you're professional and you sit in an office and you're paid, but you always put your projects until the very end and mm-hmm. you pull it out, you're shortchanging your professional development yes. by yeah. taking the responsibility and going, okay, I know it always takes me three times longer than what I plan, and if I think I can pull it on Thursday night, I actually need to start it and do it on Tuesday night, so then I actually end up with that one day for revisions, that one day for this. In the long run, I think you can actually produce more quality product and actually you know, get what you deserve because it's really your quality writing and not your just your crappy pulled it out and Thursday well, night me, writing. Let me read you know I would honestly say that every writer is different. Yeah. First well, of no, no, okay. that's definitely true. And a lot of people in show business do pull it out and they do their best work in that last hour and they change lines on the fly and they're mm. the funniest lines. But what if that last Oil hour is moved up a day? Yeah. So, I mean, the, if that last hour is moved up a day, they, they'd be doing the same things. So, really, that's... That's just people never. It's it's never really finished until it's until, until it's, it's well, gone until, until, it's, take, until yeah. it's taken from you. Yeah. yeah, and that may work, but you also don't see a lot of a lot of people doing that for five, ten, fifteen years at a time. They get burned out and they are they end up hooked on drugs or 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 you know whatever that is. It's tough to do. Let me rephrase the professionalism line then. <laughs> What I mean I is, if you want to get paid to do work, then stop treating your work like a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Well, that. Hit yes. deadlines. Yes. I mean, yeah. set, yes. set the the point is to set deadlines and hit them. Period. Regardless of how you're going to do that, it may be it may be healthier for you or better for you to do it all at once uh, because maybe you work better that way. It's uh, I've read a couple studies that say people work best in spurts. So maybe you're saving up for four days and then you work three days in a spurt. That may work. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, some people work better. I work you know two hours at a time and take an hour off. Two hours at a time, take an hour off. That's fine. I know when uh, my dad was in college and then uh, for me a couple of years ago before when I was living by myself, I would sleep in shifts. I slept from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. and then I slept from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. and that's just how I slept because that was the rhythm of the work that I got done. Um, and that worked really well for me. Now it might not work for everybody. My my parents and everyone else I knew so I was like, "Are you serious? Like, how the hell can you do that?" I'm like, I don't no, know. My my brother does the same thing. He had the same exact habits. He's an engineer, and the way that a lot of their projects would fall mm-hmm. is he would sleep in these blocks of about four hours stretched over a twenty four hour time period, mm-hmm. so that he was actually doing this whole cycle. But anyone outside of that world yeah. thought he was insane and crazy, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that may work. I mean, I know when I was in uh, journalism, we had I don't know, when I was working newspaper uh you know we had that weekly deadline of it we had a weekly paper and we made you know sometimes you're sleeping in you know you're sleeping in the office is really what it was uh but being around there is is important too i think that um, a lot of times when people wait till the last second they're not actually waiting complete to the last second they're just waiting to finish until the last second um, Good point. And so you have to have a lot of experience to do that because I know that Brian says that you know every every week his you know his writers and, and other people spent four days drunk at a, at a track and they worked on Fridays. <laughs> but I bet you in they a did, good week we work on yeah, Fridays. <laughs> but I bet you they didn't do that when they were first starting out. All of them like there was some sort of process already. No, but that in was place. more of a hazing ordeal. It, that was, it, like it was executive producers would be doing that. And they'd have the little writers. You don't think they have to be there every day. And you're used to that. And some people can do that. I knew when I worked for magazines, I could do that too. Don, my my publisher Don said you are amazing when you have to triage something and do everything in the last second. Now if I give you a week, you suck. But if I give you an hour, you're awesome. Uh, but the problem is you end up doing work that's really good for spending an hour on it. 
instead of work exactly. that's really good for spending a week on it. Yeah. Um, and we end up shortchanging ourselves a lot. And a lot of that's because um, either working styles or because we're afraid to try really hard. I mean, I don't know that that's been my problem for a long time. I don't know anyone else have that issue. Yeah. So the moral yeah. of the story is if what you're doing now is not working for you. Change it. Change it. Yeah. And stop treating your work like a hobby. Yeah. Set, set deadlines for things. So we're going to go, we're going to get some accountability in this actual podcast. So we're going to talk about, a, everyone's going to give two projects and that can be anything in your life. All right. Anything in your life. We're going to check back later. You have to the end of January. All right. So which two projects will you have finished by the end of January? And we'll come back and talk on this podcast in the early February to talk about it. So I will go first. I'm going to have the uh, ghost written book for event day. Um, edited and sent and sent back to them, and I will also have all the chap rest of the chapters written in the book I'm writing for my dad. So for guys like me, uh, I will have my chapters written by the end of January. What do you got, Sarah? I will have by the end of January my revisions for my Nano Remo story finished, and mm-hmm. I will have it up on Amazon cool. published and, and self-published thing. Yeah, yeah. self-published. Yeah, and then the second project would be to finish up the pages on my blog and my portfolio links and my downloads and all the excess information that I don't have up there right now, so to come have it completely finished and cool. you know for the moment. Cool. The pen. What do you got going on? <sighs> month okay six Um, weeks i mean you have you have the holidays so those are really you know the rest of december is pretty much done let's let's not lie (laughs) and then it takes a week to get back into it in january and then the season just like the last minute we're back to the last january 28th through 30th we could be so what so what can you get done january 28th 30th i know Um, i can't get my stuff done that quickly (laughs) the book i'm writing I can get it all outlined out and all the photos that go with it there you go. by then. And I also want to get a first podcast that's going to support that book going by nice. the end of January. I know, a podcast producer. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Pass me on the name, will you please? All right, I will. Cool. <laughs> $70 an hour. Just pay it to me. What? <laughs> I don't need no middleman. You do it for $70 middleman. an hour, you do. Can I pay in cookies like everybody else here? No. Strongbow. I don't pay her in cookies. <laughs> she gets paid real money by me by me and Connery. Uh, and is that what you're calling it these days, cookies? Anyway, Debbie, uh, you have two I projects. Do, I Anything. don't really have any long-term projects. You have the I, atheist side that you applied for. <laughs> but, but you know, if he doesn't choose me, then I... So Debbie's going to get... Debbie's going to email him again <laughs> and be like, hey... And get a definite answer. Hey, let's, my, my God asked me to ask you... <laughs> I don't have a guy. So Debbie applied to write for a friendly athe- friendly atheist site. Friendly atheist site. Is there um, such a thing as a friendly atheist site? They're all friendly. I thought they're all nasty. That's actually the name of the site. Friendly atheist. Yes, because if we didn't have God, no one would have morals, right? Um, right. Yeah, totally. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna con- contact them back, and what else you got? Any project, anything I, whatsoever. Uh, uh, I don't really have any long term. She's gonna learn how to use Infusionsoft. Um, as okay. a CRM, so for next year's Tech Phoenix, uh, uh, she can be uh, Danny's uh, right-hand person when it comes to uh, making any changes through that, because she is the PR person for Tech Phoenix, so she has to help write Thank newsletters. Thank you for setting my goals for me. You're welcome. Me. Well, do you have another one? No. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> it's good to have a goal. Okay. Thank you for listening again. Uh, you will probably hearing this on the 28th, so... Happy holidays, uh, I guess, which happy means New both Year. Merry happy Christmas, New Year. Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Um, happy Hanukkah. You can find us online at storytellersaz.com if you Merry Solstice. <laughs> want to Kwanzaa. Merry if you Kwanzaa. want to be on the podcast or attend our meeting group, we meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every month 
at Gangplank, which is at 260 South Arizona Avenue. Um, if you have any questions or would like to be on the show via Skype or want to see us live stream, which we talked about doing this time, email me at tyler at gangplankhq.com, T-Y-L-E-R at gangplankhq.com. On behalf of everybody here, thank you and have a good one. Bye. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time.